Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Right now. News night tonight, done deal. 2023 base pay for Ghanaian workers finally agreed, sealed, signed off at 30% of the weeks of tussle between labor and government. The base pay has been increased by 30% for the 2023 financial year. We're live on the ground as government holds payment of COLA for Ghanaian workers as well. Also tonight, minority in parliament lashes out at the GES revised decision to dismiss eight students of Chiana Senior High School in the Upper East Region for insulting President Akufado, describing the decision as not only harsh but retrogressive. Uh, the GES will have done. Suspend them and then after some time they come back to school. I think that will be a better option than dismissing these teenagers. How do you expect them? bring you details of widespread condemnation of the decision as a section of the public call for a review of the verdict. Because dismissing this children, maybe son can be, become a robot. I think it's too harsh. The dismissal is too much. I think it's too much. But there's a justification from the GES. So therefore, anybody who puts up a behavior that is untoward, especially with regards to what we are seeing, 
definitely you are calling on authorities to strike. And when the, that strike comes, it should be deterrent enough to deter others from not repeating. Also tonight, former Trade Minister Alan Germantin caught support of the Asantehene Otunfo say to the second as he prepares to contest the NPP's flag bearer slot. I've tendered in my resignation as the Cabinet Minister for Trade and Industry. And His Excellency the President has very graciously accepted with effect from 16th of January. I thought that it was appropriate that I formally bring this to your attention. Details as he thanks the Asantehene for his immense support of the trade ministry's industrialization drive as he opens the Greater Kumasi Industrial City and Economic Zone project. Also to thank you sincerely for the role that you've played in supporting the work of the Ministry of Trade and Industry, particularly in leading the one district, one factory advocacy in Ashanti. And in business, National Petroleum Authority publishes names of chief executives of 30 oil marketing companies after revoking the licenses of these firms. Apia says he wants to make a return to the senior national team ahead of the AFCON 2023 qualifiers. We have that and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. Do all to join us with your thoughts and comments is via WhatsApp 055 1111 We are also live on myjoyonline.com and also on all our social media platforms. I am MFA Apau. And my name is Evans Mesa. We start with a breaking news story in the last few minutes. The agreement on the base pay that we now know has been pegged at 30%. So that is going to go up now after weeks of back and forth. That agreement was signed and sealed off uh, to a meeting uh, between the unions and government. My colleague Papanias uh, Shali will join us pretty shortly. Let's listen to the uh, representatives of Labour uh, at this uh, particular meeting that just ended. Has been increased by 30% for the 2023 financial year. The effective date of this is 1st January 2023. This brings to an end the 2022 cola of 15 percent of this pay commission to lead that course of monitoring what we do at the workplace and also coming out with measures to help us to be able to increase our productivity so on that note we want to welcome and thank everybody for this short meeting well, that's Employment and Labor Relations Minister Ignatius Bafwewa moments after that agreement. Evans, it's been nine meetings before we finally reached this agreement. And we're told that the finance minister had to be part of today's meeting for us to reach this particular agreement. But let me bring in my colleague, Michael Ashali. He's been monitoring this meeting from the very first on to the final one, uh, which has seen a 30% increment of base pay. Uh, so, Michael, walk us through how we arrived at today's, uh, you know, base pay, which is 30%. So, MFR, uh, it's a long time coming. It's been nearly two months of talks. Yeah, so it started in November. That's when the TUC, the Trade Union Congress, um, representing all labor unions, wrote to government that they want a 140% increment in their base pay. That, that, was, that was high. That would effectively mean that their base will have to be more than double in the 2023 uh, uh, working year. But government has been fighting that since day one. The first offer it gave them was 8%. Uh, you, you get some of the labor people describing this as an insult to uh, the sort of efforts that they've put into the year and what inflation seems to be doing to their finances at the time. So they, they've been fighting that. 
the last that we got from we heard from government officially was that we we're going to offer them 18 percent but that does not make the the labor unions happy they said they were going to um only settle for 58 percent and that has been the case in the last four meetings that they have attended to even at a point very uh so tense that uh, some they had to call off the meeting at some point i remember the last year the last meeting that they had that's exactly what what happened here because government they don't have the representatives and the labor unions were not willing to listen to them every single time you talk to them they make reference to article 71 office holders who they make reference that they've been um, taking much more salary even 10 times more than the, the, the smallest that people take on the single so they're not going to settle for anything yet so they've been back and forth especially caucus meetings you get Ignatius Bafoua, who is the um, the Minister for Labour, stand his ground several times, sometimes even asking his entourage, that is government entourage, to go in a separate meeting to try and reconsider their offer or look at the terms that Labour is also giving. But that did not yield much, except that today that has changed. And that is only because the Finance Minister himself is here. The gentleman that they believe knows the true and proper reflection of Ghana's economy. Uh, you hear this once in a while, that no matter who comes, they will definitely not be able to get uh, a, a, a deal through because the finance minister himself, and through to the hours, just when he stepped in the meeting today, that has all changed. So that has now changed. They're going to be getting 30% um, increment on their base pay for the 2023 year, effective 1st January. But again, in, in the meeting before now, COLA, that is the cost of living allowance, 15% allowance paid to all public sector workers, that ended. They have now agreed that it's going to end for the year 2022, and for 2023, they will now take their 30%. What I understand from our sources is that 15% of that is supposed to, of a sort, be uh, the cost of living allowance, but will not be given that name. So 15% of that will be it, and then the remaining 50%, 15%, will go on to cushion them for the rest of the years. This this is what the finance minister had to sh- say a, sh- a short while ago uh, after that deal was agreed. This is the 11th meeting um, to come to this conclusion. And uh, really the dedication uh, of our partners, peaceful nature in which we have entered, I think it's a, it's a, it's a credit to once again the sociology of our country, how we are all committed since uh, going forward, and to work through these hardships together. Um, as I mentioned, um, this is going to take a toll um, on, on the budget. Uh, confident that with enhanced productivity and the commitments that we both have given to each other um, to make sure that there is peace uh, in this country, as we look at pensions issues, labor issues, um, I think we've come to um, a satisfying conclusion. Um, and I really would like to thank all of you for your commitment um, to that. On fiscal implications, of course, um, we'll have to work with that. Uh, that's really um, the issue of, of a peaceful environment and for us to work is something that we treasure and really applaud you.
for that going forward. Lots of things that we have to do and um, encourage that we continue with the sense of unity um, going forward. If as a people uh, we continue to speak the same language, then nothing that will be impossible. So congratulations again and really thank our partners. And Papa Ni, I get the sense from what the finance minister is saying that there was a significant emphasis on matching this increase with productivity. Yes, definitely. Uh, it, it it's cutting across some of the conversations. They said that they would not tell us um, officially that they, they are also considering the efforts that these labor unions put into revenue generation. Majority of these people um, also render services to the public after which they are expecting revenue from. So it, it took center stage today especially that there must be a pledge from these workers to also help with revenue generation. You clearly hear the finance minister tell of the impact of agreeing to such a term on Ghana's finance, especially when uh, we are at the IMF and again conversations on um, debt restructuring seems to be having a lot of pushback. So it, it, it's difficult, but you, you also hear from Labour themselves pledging to to their end of the bargain. So let's um, talk about what the TUC themselves have been saying, Papani. Yeah, so on, on the side of TUC, they first of all respond to the concerns from the government delegation, especially from the finance minister, that we must match productivity what exactly we are giving you. So they pledge to get their members to follow that line, to make sure that they are increasing their revenue target um, for the year. But again, not forgetting, they also added that this is just for the 2023 year, and emphasis on that, that depending on how this will play out, 2024 conversations, when they start sometime um, in the middle of the year, uh, it will be a different ball game. But... The leadership of organized labor would like to express our sincere thanks to Government, especially to the ministers of finance, minister for employment, the government team for granting 30% increase for 2023 for public sector workers and This has been a very, very difficult negotiation. We are happy that it has ended today, peacefully. As the Minister for Finance said, it's important that we speak the same language. And I'm sure 30%, even though it is not what ideally we want, will create that opportunity for us to speak one language. We work together to make sure our country recovers to where we were for the COVID data. So, once again, on behalf of my colleagues, I would like to say a big thank you. TUC is a big union, uh, Papani, but it was also uh, the Civil and Local Government Staff Association. What was their reaction? Hello, Papani. Yes, what was what, what reaction did we get from the Civil and Local Government Staff Association? Yes, so they, they are also grateful that they are getting this and they tell us that this is really going to change the standards of living of their membership.
for them, it's been a long time coming. It's been a difficult year. That was 2022. And just as implications mean that for the 20th, it's going to be a more difficult year. And um, this 30% will cushion their membership. Of the difficulties outlined by government, thanks for the physical space in granting this 30% increase in the base pay. One assured government going to collaborate with them, going to come up with ideas to improve the revenue generation. <laughs> we know the next time we meet at pay, base pay negotiations, it will be a better story. Thank you. A better story uh, is an admission, is it? Let me speak to the uh, Angel Kabonu, who is the president of the Graduate Teachers Association of Ghana. Ms. Angel Kabonu, a better deal you're hoping for next time as the clock sack ahead says there. Um, we lost him on the telephone line. Hello, Mr. Kabonu. Hello. Oh, great. Um, he says there that you're hoping for a better deal. Is that admission that this is not a better deal? It's a good deal at best. Uh, and that you're hoping to get a better deal next time. Is that is is that an assumption that we should operate with? Yes, of course. All, 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 always you want a better condition of service for your people. Uh, looking at the economic situation, we all find ourselves. And the escalation of prices, inflation as you and I speak, is about 54%. So definitely... Uh, the figures that we were talking about uh, initially, which came out of the fact that we had the problem with the base pay and its relativity, but government or, and government also came in with the challenges they are having with the economy, and after a tortuous negotiation, and let me say that this negotiation has been the longest, the most complicated, um, but at the end of the day, we've arrived at a figure that will pushing our members nationwide uh, for the time being. So what did you want initially? Oh, initially, we were talking about 60% salary increase. And we took into consideration the dwindling fortunes of the city, the inflation that we, we, we had, and the fact that uh, that 60% was fair to erode the 15% polar, which brings that 60% minus 15%. So we are already talking about um, uh, 45%. You know, so there were a lot of complications uh, and issues that we took into consideration before arriving at 60%. But you see, you go. this is a negotiation. You go into a negotiation with the ideal position that you have calculated in your mind. Uh, taking into consideration and being mindful of the fact that your other opponent is also coming into the negotiation, also with challenges and realities that it also has it also having within his or her ambit. When you come, the two of you have to seed off grounds and then come to an acceptable point. Explain to me the factors that convince you to have what you had initially asked for, from 60 to 30. Okay. One, you know, public servants were on Pula, or 15%. In fact, the lifespan of the Pula legally came to an end on the 31st of December, 2022. So what it means is that 
all workers will revert to the status quo ante pre-cola. So if we were not careful, this January, workers were going to receive salaries minus the 15% cola. So if you ask for 60%, it is 60% minus 15, which brings your percentage automatically to 45. Now, when it brings your percentage to 45, you also have inflation to contend with. Because one thing that drives salary demand is the inflation situation in the country. Then when you take inflation, you also look at other issues of the fortunes of the city, which we all knew had depreciated in value. So at the end of the day, we were able to come up with that 60%, which will be minus 15, which comes to 45. But the government also indicated that it is not even able to fulfill its debt obligations. And that the country is currently on its knees. We argued with government and indicated to government that it is the collective challenges of individuals that culminates in the general challenge of the country. So when you talk about government as if you can isolate it from the individual people, then that will not be acceptable. So the back and forth, seeding grounds, taking ground, seeding grounds, that's why the negotiating transcended the uh, Christmas period for us to come to a conclusion now. At no point are we saying that we have gotten a factory figure. But I would say that we have gotten what I would describe as a compromised figure. Are your members happy with this? Our members will definitely want more. But like um, the Honorable Austin Game will say, sacrifice has made from all fronts. The government, the, we had a finance minister talk about uh, place a lot of emphasis on productivity and that going forward, that is going to be one thing that will be watched. Uh, it, it, how is that going to translate in reality at your various workplaces? There is, there is no public sector worker who has stood in the path of productivity. In fact, what public sector workers demand is to give us the tools and the resources to be productive to the extent of our skills, knowledge, and training. When you talk about productivity, you don't ex- uh, 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 take productivity from only one party. Productivity comes to fruition when both parties have done what they are supposed to do. The employer provides you with the congenial atmosphere, the tools and resources for you to be to, to be able to work and maximize your ability, then you as the worker also put in the effort to be able to do that. When the government does not create the ultimate or utmost enabling environment, the government cannot demand productivity when it has not fulfilled its obligation that will help arrive at the point of productivity. Its, it's, primary, we it's, it's primary obligation is to pay you, no. and they've agreed to pay you, so no. No, that's no, 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 it, no. is it not? Salary is only one factor in a multitude of uh, in, 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 in uh, multiple mix. 
salary is one factor. Work environment is another. The efficient tools to work is also another. Motivation is another. Pension guarantee is another. All these things come together to create productivity at the workplace. Well, just before we let you off, uh, Mr. Angel Kabonu, we know that we've had about, what, nine meetings, mostly in the absence of the finance minister. Would you say that his presence today was the game changer? Well, he is he, 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 a man who holds the purse. And the employment minister negotiates on his behalf because he will have to look at the financial reality and agree to a figure. So you realize that the finance minister ought to be present because he, he held the ultimate mandate to grant the demands that workers were making. So his presence today really uh, definitely will contribute. Other than that, when we get to the call, the sack, they will have to go and call him on phone. But when he is present, he, he is able to measure the mood and we all arrive at the point. Mm. Would you say it was a painful decision for government? Come again. I'm asking if you'd say it was a painful decision for government. A very painful decision for government. Because as of yesterday, we were almost going to declare a deadlock. As of yesterday, we left negotiation yesterday around 6 p.m. And it, we almost declared a deadlock. And if we had declared a deadlock, it shouldn't have been good for all of us at all. Okay. We're grateful. That's um, Nagrat President Angel Kabonu there. 30% base pay for the Ghanaian worker starting January 2023. Evans, you're a happy man, right? Um, that's enough. That's enough to me. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a thirty percent uh, increase in my salary. I mean, those in the public sector mm-hmm. definitely will get thirty yeah. percent. Uh, you're hoping that that will be a signal for private sector we'll uh, to increase salaries Maybe by. Maybe ours will be forty percent. Forty percent. Really? Yeah. Well, that would be that would be good. Of mm-hmm. course. Are you looking for a thirty percent increase? You know, fifty percent. Fifty percent increase. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, your HR is listening to you. So let's continue. Snyder's on Joy 99.7 FM. We'll return from the short break. A minority in Parliament is lashing out at the GES over his decision to dismiss eight students of Ghana Senior High School uh, in the Upper East Region for insulting President Akufado, describing the decision as harsh and retrogressive. Uh, the GES will have done. Suspend them, and then after some time, they come back to school. I think that will be a better option than dismissing this teenage- Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.
teenagers. What do you expect them? Are you running out of time to get the most out of your data? There's no need for all that stress. Vodafone has refreshed its too much data packages to bring you the best value for your internet needs. Experience the freedom and convenience of non-expiry bundles on our too much data packages when you dial star 700 hash. You can subscribe to a variety of data bundles to match your data needs. Now, you can do more with your data without worrying about running out of time. So stay connected till 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 with the best non-expiry data bundles on Vodafone's too much data. Dial star 700 hash now. Vodafone, further together. Hi, I'm DJ Drogba. On average, 150,000 people die on the road in Africa each year. This breaks my heart knowing that so many deaths could have been avoided. Remember, no person is too big or too small to avoid the effects of alcohol. Just one drink can increase the risk of serious crash. Once it's in your blood system, the only remedy is time. Short-term remedies such as coffee, cold showers, or energy drinks don't help. If you need to travel after a drink, be responsible. Take a taxi or public transport, or just stay where you are. Follow these safe steps and help save lives. We all have a role to play in road safety. Together, let's make Africa's road safer. This announcement is brought to you by the Prudence Foundation in partnership with the FIA Action for Road Safety, Prudential Life Insurance Ghana, and the DDA Drogba Foundation. Are you running out of time to get the most out of your data? There's no need for all that stress. Vodafone has refreshed its too much data packages to bring you the best value for your internet needs. Experience the freedom and convenience of non-expiry bundles on our too much data packages when you dial star 700 hash. You can subscribe to a variety of data bundles to match your data needs. Now, you can do more with your data without worrying about running out of time. So stay connected till 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 with the best non-expiry data Data bundles on Vodafone's too much data. Dial star 700 hash now. Vodafone, further together. You're so live here on the Newsline is on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, the minority in parliament is tonight lashing out at the Ghana Education Service for its decision to dismiss eight students of the China Senior High School in the Upper East Region, describing the verdict as harsh and retrogressive. The second and final year students in a viral video were seen using vulgar words to describe President Kofado. A decision on the video, which was recorded last year, was taken yesterday, and the Ghana Education Service released a statement to explain the dismissal. We'll hear from the minority, but first listen to the students' comments to the president and the apology. We are sorry for our videos that went viral. We didn't mean for it to go viral. It was a childish break. We are sorry and we are Our education means a lot to us. We are on our knees that the, the, the president should please call us back. In fact, I wasn't having intention for doing that, but I take it as a fun, a joke. Well, we can hear from ranking member on Parliament's Education Committee, Peter Nochukutoy, who says GES should have taken a decision that will correct their behavior and not destroy their future. We should not destroy the future of the child. Who knows what these children will become in the future? So let us uh, guide them, counsel them, and make sure that uh, they put up a good behavior. Dismissing them can deter others, but it's not a good punishment in this case. So uh, if you look at uh, the concluding paragraph of uh, our statement, we say that uh, we 
were this misconduct was towards the president. So we are calling on the president to uh, pardon them as he had done before. Because uh, as children, we need to bring them up, educate them, and then guide them as to what to do. I uh, understand the trauma they are going through now. And uh, if much is not done about it immediately, frustration and other things will set in. More so when they are now in the final year, and very soon they'll be writing their uh, final uh, examination. So uh, as we know, punishment is to correct and not to destroy. So let us see how best we can punish them. Is it suspension or demonization? Let's look at those options, and then that can serve as a deterrent to others. So we punish to correct and not to destroy. Are you saying that dismissal is not part of the protocols uh, for, for uh, I mean, exacting punishments in, in, in the GES curriculum? Uh, uh, should be the last resort where no other mm. options are not available. You see, right. look at what even happened at Legon uh, last week, the suspension of uh, students uh, who were in the Commonwealth for the leadership. They were suspended. It's not dismissal, do you see? So when you suspend a student for an offense, I think it is a corrective measure. So that is what uh, the GES will have done. Suspend them, and then after some time, they come back to school. I think that will be a better option than dismissing these teenagers. What do you expect them to do? It will affect them for the rest of their lives, and that will not occur well for the country. But the GES disagrees. It insists the decision is fair and merits the offence committed by the eight students. Listen to spokesperson for the GES, Yao Opoku Mensa. Uh, anyway, that you look at it, uh, we never expected students to be, to be putting out this behaviour. Uh, we never anticipated that they could do that. So therefore, any punishment that is meted out to anybody in that direction becomes high-handed. And we should uh, realize that uh, within the space, uh, as we define learning, learning as a relative permanent change, the, the change that we are expecting is relative. And it should be, be seen within the confinement of our sociological uh, uh, progress. So therefore, anybody who puts up a behavior that is untoward, especially with regards to what we are seeing, definitely you are calling on authorities to strike. And when the, that strike comes, it should be deterrent enough to deter others from not repeating that same uh, uh, misgiving that you're giving out. And that is the fundamental aspect that we need to look at where the punishment is coming from. It will shock you, just as it shocked me when I first saw the future. And I believe the first thing that you ask yourself, what kind of children are we breeding now? And uh, before we before we could say Jack, and if we don't act now, definitely it will tilt or degenerate into others, and we wouldn't have that remedy to curtail that. So therefore, it is important that uh, we we didn't want it in this way, but uh, we needed to strike and um, put an okay. end to that and ensure that uh, behaviors are desirable within our education space. <laughs> Meanwhile, the country director for International Child Care Development Programme, Joyce Lanyo, is of the view that despite the condemnable action of the children, the suspension would have been a more fitting punishment. From where I'm coming from, there shouldn't be any occasion where somebody is deprived of her education or his education. Because education is a public good, and so it should be available. However... I would like to say in a very uh, strong terms that whatever the children did went too far. And you see, some of these things happen because we, the parents, are used to saying such things. And if we are not careful, that is where children take it up and then start also using similar ways. Children will continue to be children as they develop. And through our interventions, our interactions, our trainings, they will now 
be poised to be responsible citizens once they get out of the brackets. So I believe the children have erred. I believe this should be a lesson that it is unacceptable to actually use words against the president. Well, many of you have been condemning the decision by the GES. Because dismissing these children, maybe some can become unrobbers and some become, even some will fall into drugs and a lot of things. But me, at least, you should even say that, oh, you people should go home one month time, then you will come back to school and learn. Because these people, the one that you suck, maybe they can be the, the president in future, we don't know. So then insulting, insultment, yeah, but I don't know some people the way they feel. But I mean, insultment don't move my body. I think it's too harsh because we are in a country where there's freedom of speech, okay? And if you're of age, you can uh, make your expression known to the public. So I think it's too harsh. They should have actually cautioned them for them to think about what they said. But to dismiss them without any cautioning, I think it's just uh, too harsh for the students. Uh, well, when it comes to being right, I think they are right, but the, the, the dismissal is too much. I think it's too much. When I believe if it comes to being suspended, I think that would be the right thing to me. You as a student, you, you can talk to your teachers, find ways to measure how like everything is going on in the country. Then you like what you did, even as the social, social media saw it, you can be like, oh, this and this and this. Like, how we listen to you insult the president, there could be the same way that we could also listen to you when you brought, you brought a best opinion. So what they did was right in a way, but it's not too harsh for me, though. Well, I, I personally, I think they are right, but the punishment is too harsh okay um if that is the extreme punishment for the case i, I think uh, uh, they should they should amend it but then the case on the other hand were very disrespectful very very disrespectful it's, uh, insulting a president is is a low blow they should they should go like uh, maybe some some weeks or a month suspension come back with um hard hard punishments inside like reading or Scrubbing the pantry bowls like most of them did in, in SHS, yes. Well, it's a good time uh, to bring in George Riafe uh, with the latest from the world of business. And when we return, we'll be talking about flag bearer hope for Alan Kujutremanting uh, in the Ashanti region, courting uh, the support of the Ashanti Hene, who say to the second amidst um, the opening of that um, Greater Kumasi Industrial City and Economic Zone project. George, mm. what's in business? GTP, right? <laughs> 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 well, coming up in business, the National Petroleum Authority publishes names of chief executives of 30 oil marketing companies after revoking licenses of these firms for non-compliance market rules. And IMF State stands on Ghana's debt exchange program, insisting implementation is solely government decision. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Allianz Live and Ghana P. The other day, I visited Kweku at his spunky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secrets, hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. I signed on immediately. (laughs) To enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764109 or 762792 we have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.alliance-gh.com for more inquiries. Alliance Life. We secure your future. You're welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, National Petroleum Authority is taking some tough measures to ensure that all the oil marketing companies fully comply with the market rules. 
The authority today went ahead to publish the names of chief executives of 30 oil marketing companies that it had revoked their licenses. Joy Business is learning that the licenses were withdrawn due to the inability of these firms to meet some market requirements, which includes not payment of licenses fee and failure to operate at least seven service stations across the country. The action is coming after the authority also complained about separate oil marketing firms owing more than 400 million Ghana cities in taxes to the state. Meanwhile, the communications manager, the National Petroleum Authority, Mohamed Abdul Kudus says they will do everything to ensure the monies are recovered whilst promising more to come in terms of some tough measures. So at any time that we determine that any of the set rules or, or, or conditions have not actually been adhered to or what has actually been um, reported to us does not turn out to be the case. We, we, we have that capacity to get back at you and revoke your license. And mind you, before we do that, we normally would write to you and then give you the opportunity to defend your case. And all of these uh, OMCs have actually been duly written to and the revocation of their life is actually in order. Obviously, obviously, we have offices across the regions and we are regularly on the pulse monitoring uh, uh, this outlet. And so whoever decides to flout the directive from the Nature Petroleum Authority will certainly be doing it at this home. At this own rate, and the authority would not relent at all in having to come after an OMC who decides to flout what we have directed. Communications manager at the National Petroleum Authority, Mohammed Abdul Kudus. Let's still stay on the sector, but when it comes to prices, now the price of diesel and petrol have gone up by more than 100% since December last year. Now, this is based on the Ghana Statistical Service data covering consumer price index report. December 2022. Mr. Skull service data showed that diesel, for instance, has reached almost 200% in terms of its price in December 2001 compared to December 2022. Now, Skull service has indicated that it will start data gathering for its January inflation number, that is, numbers from 16th of this month. And there are expectations that inflation numbers will witness some significant reduction based on the trend that we've seen over the past weeks. But government statistician Professor Samakobnini insists it is still early days yet to make these assumptions. Diesel has gone down, um, petrol has gone down, bus total fares have gone down. Let's also keep in mind that we are dealing with people who are responding to diverse um, expectations. So in as much as these real sectors are showing reduction, what we always have to keep in mind is our response as persons in Ghana be it sellers, be it consumers, because what, we are, what we've seen over the last six months is significant price variations for single, for same items within the same geographical area. But let's, let's also have in mind that other commodities, even around this time, keep increasing. Yesterday during the release, we put out one thing. Of the 307 items that we have in the basket, we identified 147 items that in December 2022 recorded price variations higher than 54.1%. And that is a government statistician, Professor Samuel Kobna Enin. Now, the IMF has indicated that the implementation of Ghana's debt exchange program is solely government decision in terms of the form and the structure. It is coming at a time where there have been calls for government to re-engage the fund in terms of the terms of this deal. There is more in this report. 
The fund in a recent update on Ghana's program request noted that it welcomed government's plan to undertake a debt exchange program. The initiative is part of Ghana's plan to make its debt sustainable in the short to medium and bring it down to appreciable levels by 2028. The IMF was, however, quick to add that the form and structure of this program is solely a sovereign decision. It also argued that the choice and nature of debt operations between Ghana and its creditors are sovereign decisions. This coming at a time that there's a push from some bondholders that the debt exchange program should be renegotiated with the IMF. This is because some of them believe that it is a program that was put forward by the IMF as part of conditions for Ghana to secure a staff level agreement. The IMF in the update on Ghana's program request also noted that it welcomed policies to ensure the sustainability of public finances. This should include planned fiscal adjustment and medium-term policies to lay the foundation for strong and inclusive growth while protecting the vulnerable. Meanwhile, President Akufuado has announced that Ghana could secure a board approval for the fund program in February this year. This is based on the progress of work done by government so far. It is not clear for now how the current setbacks with the debt exchange program when it comes to individual bondholders will impact on getting the board approval. And that is a business uh, tax reporting. And it's a Thursday. We're looking forward day. to PM Express Business Edition. And MFA, if you have your business strategy already as a, as a firm, mm-hmm. how are you going to implement it this year, knowing that you have some economic uncertainty and the almighty debt exchange program? Yeah. We'll be engaging lawyer and business strategist David Fosudote wow. on PM Express tonight at 9 p.m. on all our social media platforms. How do you go about it? And how do you, and is that, can there a case be made in terms of challenging this in court? Maybe we're looking for it to get David Fosudote's thoughts as, a, as, a, as an experienced lawyer on what you should be doing about this. So join us at 9 p.m. on Joy News and all the social media platforms tonight at 9 p.m. as you talk about the strategy. And the debt exchange program. Okay, we look forward to it this evening. George, we are fit. Well, some of your messages uh, before we go for sports. WV Petro in Tegbi says, Will this 30% base pay include 15% cola? And when would it take effect? So you're right. It's, uh, the composition is 30 and uh, 15, and then uh, 15 cola, and then it's taking effect from uh, the 1st of January 2023. Richard from Aquitia says, Teachers have been abused physically and verbally, but GES has been silent on such happenings. Why are they now trying to punish these students because they have abused the president verbally. Our teachers are not human beings, he's asking. And um, Kufi Amrahia says, killing a mosquito with a sledgehammer, these students shouldn't be dismissed. Um, we have Steele in Saltpond says the dismissal of the students is right. If they are any good, they can write their YAG exams as private candidates. Discipline must not be compromised. And um, Kotoka Courage in Angloga, Lashibi in the Volta region says, as a matter of fact, I think the punishment is too much for them. What will these students in future um, be going into without education in the societies that they are coming from? I'm not supporting them, though, uh, he adds. And everyone there's a message uh, for you from Ejayao in Ojibi. says, in the face of these four price hikes and further to the vice president's frustration for the reconstruction of the Adenta Dodua Road, which I fully support, please tell the 
Roads Minister and the Highway Authority that the current sickening traffic is over 70% caused by the ramps at Ashiye, Amamfro, Amrangia and Valley View University and they must remove them without further delay. That's your road, right? That's my road. Okay. Well, those of you in traffic, um, enduring that, sorry to you. Let's do sports. Musbao, what do we have? Well, if I guess what former Black Stars coach Kwesi Apia says, he's open to a return to the senior national team following the exit of Otoado. Having been in charge of 20 games as head coach of the national team between 2017 and 2019, Apia was relieved of his post in January 2020. However, the 60-year-old says he's ready to apply for the vacant position in the quest for a third stint with the senior national team. I always keep saying, once I, you are a coach, you are always a coach. If I sit here today and say, okay, I've resigned from coaching, yeah. then I'm not coaching any, uh, I will not be coaching any team again. Yeah. No, once I've not come out and still coach, it's a matter of, do Ghana, Ghanaians think that what I did before, or looking at the track records, they think they can get something out of me. Or I also think, okay, if given a chance, I can also bring something on board. And if they think it will help the nation in future, then so, so be it. Oh, if they put it out there, I will apply. You will apply. Mm. It's uh, from our Black Stars coach, Chris Yapia there. And events, the Chan tournament begins tomorrow. It's going to be live on Joy Prime, and all the games will be there. Ghana will be playing uh, Madagascar on Sunday. And we'll wait to see. It's Morocco, the defending champions, who have pulled out of the tournament because Algeria says they will not allow them to land their airplane on their tarmac. Mm. That's all for sports. Africa, my motherland. Well, let's do some other stories uh, tonight. And the Ghana Boundaries Commission says the National Boundary Commission of La Côte d'Ivoire is ready to share intelligence to help in the fight against the activities of illegal mining, which is polluting River Tunnel. Well, authorities in Ghana and Côte d'Ivoire have raised concerns about the heavy pollution which is affecting the river, which serves as a boundary between the two countries. Speaking to the media after the Lands and Natural Resources Minister paid a working visit to the offices of the Ghana Boundaries Commission, National Coordinator... Major General Emmanuel Kotia said the authorities of both countries will map out strategies in subsequent meetings. What the National Boundary Commission could reward for us is that they are able to give, they are ready to give us intelligence to assist in the illegal mining efforts along the river beer and tunnel areas um, because it's also affecting them. So in subsequent meetings, strategies will be discussed and various actors within Ghana and within Cote d'Ivoire, we brought him to map up a strategy in which uh, we can assist. There is a need for collaboration between the two countries because these river bodies serve as boundaries between the two countries. So there is a need. You cannot go and carry on an activity without the consent or the cooperation or the collaboration with the other country. Um, I think there was, there was a meeting, there was a conference at the Labadi Beach um, Hotel, I think sometime in December or November here. Yeah. I want to find out what the conclusion was uh, in the agreement. Yeah, with the Ivorians? Yes. Yeah, they, we, we, we discussed quite a number of uh, things. There are quite a number of initiatives that we're going to carry on with the Ivorians uh, this year, and those were conclusive during the meeting. First, we are going to do a reaffirmation of our land address, uh, starting from April. And uh, the, the, uh, the end of April, we are both going to meet in dollar power because there are issues of dollar power. So we've agreed that we're going to have spent three days in dollar power to do an assessment of dollar power and see how best uh, we can prevent 
some of the issues that come up in dollar power uh, in various dimensions. And then one of the issues has to do with the ITLOS agreement. And then we also agreed on cross-border cooperation. We've agreed that the pride communities along our boundaries, we should be able to find resources to rehabilitate schools, clinics, and what have you, so that we'll be able to prevent any uh, problems that can come out of uh, some of these issues, that uh, problems that we have in those communities. Well, Major General Emmanuel Kotia also says a new draft bill, if successfully passed, will expand the functions of the Ghana Boundaries Commission to include resolving internal and electoral boundary issues. Now, flag bearer hopeful Alan Kojo Chairman Ting has been courting the support of the Asante Henry the second during a visit to the Mensha Palace after a public announcement of his interest to contest the flag bearership race of the NPP. Mr. Chairman Ting uh, thanked the Asante Kingdom for their support of the uh, Trade Ministry's initiatives, first informed him about his resignation. We inform you formally. Uh, that I've tendered in my resignation as the Cabinet Minister for Trade and Industry. And His Excellency the President has very graciously um, accepted my resignation with effect from uh, 16th of January. And I thought that it was appropriate that I formally bring this to your attention. Well, my colleague Nanaya Ojima uh, was there for us. He joins us live uh, on the line. Nanaya, so Mr. Chamantin failed to tell the Asantehene the reason for his resignation? Exactly. Um, so immediately he started to make a statement before the Asantehene. He spoke about the resignation. And after the resignation, went straight to the mission that got him to the Mensha Palace. So for the reason um, behind the resignation, he failed to mention it before the Asantehene. Even after he had um, publicly mentioned that he had uh, presidential ambitions. And what was the response of the Asante Hene? So immediately after um, Mr. Chamantin made the statement and also followed by the um, head of the World Bank in Ghana, Mr. Pierre Laporte, the media were made to leave the meeting. So we do not know if it was after the exit of the media that the Asantini spoke, but in the presence of the media, the Asantini didn't react to uh, Mr. Chairman's um, uh, message. That's uh, my colleague, Nanaya Ojima. Well, um, Alan Chemantin touched on the main reason behind his visit also, which is the Greater Kumasi Industrial City and Economic Zone Project. You can listen. I would like to use this opportunity, Your Royal Majesty, also to thank you sincerely for the role that you've played in supporting the work of the Ministry of Trade and Industry, particularly in leading the one district, one factory advocacy in Ashanti. You've made commitment yourself by establishing the Buduaka uh, Fruit Juice Processing Company. And I know this is meant to be an example for other chiefs around the world to follow in terms of supporting government's industrial transformation agenda. Mr. Chairman Ting led a delegation to introduce the leadership of the World Bank to the Asante Hene in updating him on the project. So, Your Royal Majesty, we are here uh, with our friends from the World Bank because they took a very strategic decision to support the government in putting our $30 million as an initial investment to develop the off-site infrastructure to attract 
and crowding private sector money. So they are making this investment only to attract private sector financing into the development of the industrial city. On the back of what the World Bank is doing, government has made a request to the South Korean government for an amount of 150 million United States dollars to extend the off-site infrastructure that is being started by the World Bank. And on my recent visit to South Korea at the very highest level, they've shown not just an interest, but a desire to provide concessionary financing to support the establishment of this industrial city. So we are very excited under the leadership of His Excellency, the President of the Republic, that this is going to be a legacy project for your kingdom and for the people of Ashanti. That's the former Trades Minister, Alan Shemante. Well, in most minibuses, often referred to as structural here in Ghana, the traditional... What was the last time you were in one? Uh, well... I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long, long time. Um, yeah, but you know, one of the things I want to do recently is to get my kids into a trot I want them to experience to it. Experience it. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Know, I want to experience it. That's nice. Um, <laughs> the, the traditional, that's the traditional method. And other, you, know, you know the thing that the, the, the drivers hey, do when it. they want to communicate? Yeah. Will it, will it, yeah. Will it. They just hit the side of the very severely. Well, there's some tech that may change that, make it uh, more harmful to your hands. And, you know, this this uh, distracting a lot of people in the vehicle, by the way. Well, uh, for our Tech Thursday, uh, my colleague went to visit a man who has, uh, you know, tried to invent something to fix this. Watch. Well, you probably may have heard this very sound in any minibus known locally here in Ghana as Trotro. This very sound is no ordinary sound, but a conventional communication between a driver and his bus conductor known as the mate as they offload and unload passengers on their way. The sound is produced from tapping one's palm on the metallic gate of a minibus. Although the clank sound is to the passenger's benefit, some passengers argue its intensity appears somewhat irritating and a health threat. Me, for instance, uh, I've been always complaining about what, even this morning, I was in a car coming from Afutoja to Atonsu, and the way the, the, the mate ate the car, I was beside him. I was shocked. So I, I told that guy that, in fact, they should stop doing that, because if they keep on doing that, you know, it's going to uh, create something unusual to anybody with the pro- having a problem with blood pressure or whatnot. Uh-huh. Hey. Mates should learn to talk from hitting hard on the gate. It's sometimes annoying. <laughs> But are there any effect to the bus conductor constantly seen banging hard on the gate? For the effects, um, looking at your palm, no, I mean, you feel pain, but it wouldn't last longer. ...to develop the traffic light, a coinage from Trotro and traffic. I was inspired 
when I began using the trotro over many years after I've, I've, I've moved from Tamale to Kumasi and through my job search from Kumasi, any time that I am going for application and I sit in vehicle, I got the experience that trotro mates and drivers went through. Tech that um, uh, you know technology that's been developed by Emmanuel Odum for Tech Thursday, and that's how we wrap up tonight's edition of Newsnight. And we have personality profile coming up next, and we have Abdul Karim Abdallah, founder and chief executive of the Culture Management Group. You know Abdullah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they organized it. We'll be talking to Alexis Bale mm-hmm. shortly. You want to stay? Interesting. Yeah, uh, um, I was reading the other day that they had rebranded the name mm-hmm. now after the court action. Yeah. Uh, Interesting conversation uh, here on Joy Nights 9.7 FM. Stay with us. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And I say keep on listening to George 99.7 FM.
Hi, my name is James Ebo White, or everyone calls me Uncle Ebo White. You know, what you'll be five years from now depends on only two things. The books you read and the people you meet. On personality profile, you meet the kind of people you meet. You need to meet to make your transition to your greatness. You want a program that would help you, inspire you, motivate you. Why bother to turn to other channels? Just stay here on Personality Profile and you'll get all the inspiration you need. Yeah, you can be the greatest, you can be the best, you can be the king, come banging on your